It's action time, and I'm talking with Carrie Murphy. You'll be inspired by Carrie's unique journey from talent agency owner in her early 20s to losing it all in 2008, which then led her to become a well-known media personality and the successful CEO and founder of Inspired Living. She creates go-to experts in their fields and helps entrepreneurs build influential brands. And as you would expect, video is key. Carrie's advice on how you shouldn't try to save something that shouldn't be saved is pretty darn powerful because ultimately a better opportunity might just be around the corner. You'll get a chance to re-examine setbacks and embrace those future possibilities. You're listening to The Silver Lined Relaunch, and I'm your host, Hilary DeCesar, award-winning entrepreneur and transitional coach. Each week, I'll invite you to tune into inspirational stories, revealing how you too can turn ordinary experiences into the extraordinary. Feeling stuck? I'll share step-by-step strategies to fuel your ability to experience a life where silver linings are both abundant and possible. Welcome back. This episode, you are going to be so excited. If you don't know her, you will want to continue to get to know her, Miss Carrie Murphy. And this is episode number 16 of the Silver Lined Relaunch. And today we are going to be talking more about those significant relaunches that have silver linings that just make it seem like when you're going through it, it's terrible, but afterwards you realize that the silver lining is everything in creating the next phase of your life. So welcome, Carrie. It is so great to have you here. Thank you, Hillary. Super excited to be here. I love what you're doing and you're so right. I mean, we all go through such challenges, such adversity. And if you're willing to look at it, there is always a silver lining. So super (laughs) excited to be here. So let's talk about, you know, I know your, your background very well. I've had literally the pleasure and the privilege of working with you for almost a year now. And when I say that you are truly an inspiration, it's not just because you have inspired living as your company, you are inspirational inspirational to all of us. And I'd love to have you go back. And in your career, you have had a major, major relaunch. And it's actually not one that's happening right now. Can you share with us a little bit about what happened in 2008 leading up to it and then beyond? Oh, let's go back. Let's go back to 2000, back. <laughs> 2008. I think everyone can relate to some sort of discomfort or challenge, most likely in 2008. So to even go back a little bit further though, Hillary, I've been an entrepreneur since I was about 23 years old, started my first business at 23, um, had it for about five years and had the opportunity to purchase a talent agency and a little performing arts school that I went through as um, an adolescent. 
the beautiful age of 11. And so at 27, I had this incredible serendipitous moment where I was able to buy this agency and it was amazing. Okay, this was- is the agency you worked for. Yes. So you were talent on this with this agency. And then at 27, you decided to buy it. Right. So, so I was a talent with them when I was a teenager. Mm-hmm. And then I ended up working for the owner of the agency. When I came back from college, my parents were getting a divorce. And so I decided to leave Southern California where I was pursuing my broadcasting career and, you know, try to fix the family, right? Middle child, the fixer. Of course. Yes. Of course. Yes. So I moved back home and I was like, well, what am I going to do now? And so I, I played, I went in and out of college again, but I'm like, well, let's see if this, if this agency has a job for me. And so I just called her and said, Hey, you know, do you have an opening? And she said, sure. And so I worked for her for five years before I went off and started my interior design business at 23. So it was amazing because I learned all aspects of the business from the inside instead of being a talent on the outside. So when I had the opportunity to purchase it at 27, it was like, oh my gosh, I know this like the back of my hand. You know, I know all areas. I know what she does. I know the classes. I taught most of the classes at her performing arts school. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, oh my God, this is going to be amazing. Now, I think most entrepreneurs, what makes us so unique and special is the crazy that lives in our DNA, right? Like we just, we jump in, we say, yes, we're like, I'll figure it out as I fly this sucker. And so, you know, I remember her asking if I wanted, if I wanted her to stay on and mentor me. And I was like, nope, I got this, right? (laughs) I don't need help, you know? And so for five years, it went from this little kid's agency of, I think it did like 150,000 when I bought it. It represented maybe 50 kids. And in 2008, go with me here. Imagine, you know, it is this premier talent agency. We represented over 500 talent. Oh my I built out this performing arts center. We're almost at the million dollar mark, like through my pure passion and being completely naive to what I was doing, like it grew. But then what happened as I think so many of us are dealing with right now is that I started realizing that what was working was not working anymore. And that the cash flow that I was used to was slowly dissipating. I'm like, where Mm. is the money? Right. And so (laughs) now fortunately throughout this time, I was a spokesperson for a tea time golf website. And this will, this will make sense here in a minute. But so I was bringing in extra revenue um, because I was doing that. And only in Portland, Oregon, can you be a talent and own a talent agency? You can never, (laughs) you could never do that here in Los Angeles. Right. But um, so that's also where I really sharpened my skill set as a TV host. And I was doing that at the same time I was owning and cultivating talent at the agency. So long story longer, Hillary, you know, the recession hit, I'm in an oh crap moment. I ran out of money. I was robbing Peter to pay Paul and then Peter, Paul, the Piper, everything went away. And I will never forget the day because even though it happened over a year, like I started feeling it the beginning of 2008, I think for all of us, like this global pandemic has hit up upside the head. This was an instant, oh my gosh, I have to do something different. In 2008, it was a little bit more gradual. And I just remember waking up one day and just saying, I'm done. And I think for most people who own a business or have reset at any point of their life, their relationship, their job, their career, it starts to define them. And I will say for me at 32, the agency was my 
was my everything. My ego was so in it. So your entire identity was all caught up in it. It was Mm. it, you know? And so when I closed the doors, I remember I wrote an email. It was December 6th. I filed bankruptcy. I literally pulled a U-Haul up to my brick and mortar, put everything in it, short sold my home. And I was like, well, now what? You know, and talk about a reset. I remember, you know, that cry where you stop breathing, like you're sobbing so hard and you're, Mm. you're asking the bigger question. Like I'm a woman of faith. I'm like, why? Like, I'm a good person. Like, why is this happening? And looking back, Hillary, and I feel like I'm a bit of a walking cliche, but I really do feel like everything happens for us. Like you said, like the silver lining, the things that challenge us are the things that actually enable us to grow into the person, to truly step into the vision we have. Like I did not know inspired living was going to be I had no idea. Okay. But before we go into inspired living, I got to go back. Okay. Okay, So you have this, I mean, at 27, you have this company, you are doing very, very well. You're growing, you're on the trajectory. All of a sudden, you know, life happens, the economy changes, the crisis hits, and this has been your baby, your identity. Everything is built into this you end up seeing the money go down. People aren't hiring the talent. People aren't coming to you for what you have been known for. Mm-hmm. What, how did you go through the process of finally saying, you know what, I, I can't make it anymore? Because this is huge for people, huge for entrepreneurs to know when you got to, you know, it's, it's like that Kenny Rogers, you know, no one to fold them. Yeah. How, how did you you know, did you have a process in your mind or did it just kind of hit you like a ton of bricks? Oh, Hillary, I wish I could say, you know what? I saw it coming or I started planning and doing different things and then finally came to the decision. No, it's like, you know, when you're hanging on to something for dear life, mm-hmm. you're like trying to resuscitate something that is just dead. Like it's not coming back. And I remember the last couple months scrambling for someone to buy it or partner with me or like, what could, what loan can I take out? Like, what can I do? Because I was so committed to saving it. And I think in our life, sometimes like we are, we're trying so hard to save something that shouldn't be saved. You know, but but I didn't, I hope everyone heard that we try so hard to save things that shouldn't be saved. That is so powerful in itself right there, Carrie. Thank you. And it goes across all boards, right? It goes Mm. across relationships through our careers and business. And I will tell you, Hillary, I hung on for dear life until it was either, it wasn't even a choice. Like I, I wasn't paying myself for almost a year. I couldn't pay my talent. I couldn't pay my staff. Like it, it really was. And forgive me because I'm not a big cusser, but it was just that, oh shit moment. Mm. Like there is, I've done everything that I can. I can't, there's no other option. And that's where I was December 6, 2008. I feel like I tried everything I could, but it was a little scrappy. Like it wasn't like, oh, I see something happening. I had no mentors. I didn't look at my books. You know, it's like- No, I, I, you talk about the crazy in our DNA. Yeah, it yeah. is crazy. The life we live, being an entrepreneur, it, it puts us out where we're exposed. Yeah. And sometimes you have to think, how, how do I get through it? I, I, had a, I didn't even know we had such a similar, I had an absolute horrible experience with one of my companies and the, um, one of my uh, members of the board, an advisor to the board, he ended up uh, you know, almost like a Ponzi scheme and ended up in federal prison oh for gosh. three years. 
And I, you know, I just kept, I was going to make it work. I was going right. to do it. I was going to do it. And all of a sudden you have to surrender. You have to say, you know what? <laughs> I cannot do anything more. Yep. I can't. Exactly. And I think that it was really hard for me to let go, but I also knew, I knew that, at, you know, I'm, I'm in my thirties. This isn't the end of my life that there's, there's going to be something else. God does have a better plan for me, but I will say at that moment, I was really lost. And not only that, Hillary, I will say there was, I had amazing people. They were all really mm -hmm. understanding, but there were a couple people that were horrible, like said the most horrific things you could ever say about me. And I remember my mom saying, she said, Carrie, this is happening to you to prepare you for moving to LA and stepping into a bigger leadership role in your life. I will never forget it because if you're truly going to make change, if you're going to really be a thought leader, you have to be willing to be judged, to be criticized. And it's the one thing I think we all hide from. And that's why many of us don't share our message. We don't use video because what if someone doesn't like me? And I will say, I was that little girl that I just wanted to be liked. You know, I tried to fix everything. Mm -hmm. I was the inspirer. I was the cheerleader. And so to have this happen to me where like I, my, I was so tested, not only like losing money, I can make money. Like that wasn't a big deal, but you know, my character, my values, the, the person that I am like, oh my gosh, to have, to have that compromised or have that judged that hurt me more than anything else. And so it really prepared me in a way I couldn't even begin to imagine at that moment. So you made a comment, you know, it was it, from fear. You go from fear to faith, right? You have to have something that you're going for. You have to be able to say, there's a reason. I don't know it right now. There's a reason I'm going through this. And you have to trust. But when you're in the trenches, it is so hard to have that mentality. It is yeah. just, I mean, my gosh. So you end up pulling it together. Your mom's giving you wisdom. It's so awesome. And you then decide, I mean, and, and something I do want to make sure I, I, I say is that you make people, you're the entrepreneurs that, that you coach, you, you take them into this go-to expert, like having them become the go-to expert, having them really build their influential brands. Mm -hmm. And I think about this and I think, you know what? You are that much more of a powerhouse because you've been through this, because you have, you know, the, the crumbling around you and the scrapping and getting it back out and understanding what it really takes to create a solid foundation. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I could not have been more prepared for what I do right now, not only on the on-camera side, right? Because teaching entrepreneurs how to be visible is really important. So of course, I specialize in teaching them how to be on camera. I mean, look at the 30 years I spent on camera. And, and throughout all the businesses that I owned, I was always the on-camera expert for the local morning show or the news channel. I was always using video to grow my business. I just didn't realize that I was doing it, you know? And then I will say too that, you know, and this is what I want people to remember that when you're stuck in crisis, when there's like, everything feels like it's crumbling around you, you have to look for the silver lining. So in 2008, in April, I got a call from the golf channel who found me on YouTube because I was the spokesperson for that tea time website I mentioned earlier. And I shared this story because it is the thing that was the silver lining that I didn't even look at at the time. So they call me and say, Hey, 
we're launching a new show. We saw your blooper reel. We think you're funny. Do you want to come out to Florida and audition for it? You know, I think it's either a hoax or they're smoking something, but, <laughs> but I flew out there. They liked me. They hired me for this first, my first national television show, right? Which was always my childhood dream. And then I'm on set on the golf channel and I kid you not. MTV calls me and they say, Hey, I heard that you coached a Miss America. We talked to her mom. She loves you and recommended you for this episode called geek to chic that we're filming in Portland. Would you be interested in being the coach in Portland? So this is kind of getting you full circle. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm still in Portland at this point. Oh, okay. Okay. Got it. Right. But this is, this is the beginning of 2008. And then in, in 2000, the end of 2008, I lost it all. But it was through those two national jobs that I got represented by an LA agent, like one of the best agents for broadcasting. And that just happened to, to take place the same year my agency is closing. Like she decided to rep me. I said, I'm not moving to LA. She's like, you don't have to. We'll just book you from Portland. And I remember Jeff Probst from Survivor. I had a call yeah. with him and he's the one who introduced me to this agent. And he said, when are you moving to LA? And I said, I'm not. And he said, yeah, I'll see you there. And I kid you not, four <laughs> months later, I moved to Los Angeles. So I'm just saying like, hello. I mean, come on, talk about serendipitous. And I remember him saying, when are you moving? And I'm like, I'm not, I own this talent agency. I'm not going anywhere. Four <laughs> months later, the agency closed. I mean, I can't make this stuff up, you know? And, and yet all I was looking at Hillary was the door shutting. I mean, mm. it was, it was destroying the person that I am. I mean, you know yeah. me well enough to know that I am always glass half empty. I mean, mm. half full, not mm. half empty. Yeah, not empty. This I year, mean, definitely not an, an empty gal. You are no, always, you are like, always bringing the best. I always see the bright side of things. And yet at this moment, it was pretty dark, I yeah. will say, but all of this was, was happening and leading up to again, where I am right now. And so for, for you, who's listening right now, who's mm. going through something that is completely shaking you to your core, like, look, look at what else is happening. Mm. That might be a window. You know, it's like we stare at the door that's closing, but there's a full window that's open behind you. You know, you got to turn around, you know, you got to look. And yet we focus, we focus on the closed door. Mm. And, and I think Hillary, when it comes to resetting, which you do such a beautiful job with people, it's like, you got to be willing to look for the opportunity. So you actually can step into it. Got to keep your eyes open. Yeah. But how many times do we just look at the dead relationship? We look yeah. at the failure. We look at the guilt. We look at the door that shut instead mm -hmm. of looking at what, what that's allowing us to do next. Oh, I, I love that. And you know what, especially for people today that this is resonating with so many of the, of the, of the listeners, because whether it's a door that's, you know, being shut, whether it's another that, you know, of a friend or a family member, so many of us, you know, we want to help. We want to, you know, move forward. We just, you know, we can't see past, you know, what's right in front of us. And yeah. you have to be able to say, you know, th there's, there's a bigger, there's a bigger reason here. And then take that small step to get yourself in you. As you said, you know, things started to, to happen. You didn't even realize these aren't coincidences. These no. are these are the makings of your life. These are the yeah. the pavers that will end up creating this beautiful path for you. So super amazing because now I know what you have today. And so I'd love for you to share a little bit about how is how is this time affecting you versus the last time? How's it different? 
I will say that I'm a different entrepreneur than I was back then. You know, with Inspired Living being my third business, I'm a little older, I'm a little wiser. I have definitely learned the power of investing in my team, in mentorship. I never, never not have a business coach. Like, and when I was in the talent agency running that, I had nothing. Like I had employees, which was amazing, but I had no one to turn to, to help me grow and scale. And I feel like that is so vital. And it actually prepared me for this pandemic we're having right now. <laughs> Excuse me. Because those are the people you can lean into. I, yes. I agree. I, this is a blessing now that, you know, having a coach is not something that, you know, shh, shh, don't tell anyone, do. you know, don't tell anyone that you're not I doing do it cover. all on your right. own. Yes. And I, and I used to take great pride in that. And now I'm so verbal. I like I would never do it on my own. Like, please don't do it on your mm. own. Not only coaches, like my community, my girlfriends, my clients. I mean, I literally feel so blessed every day and every day is not easy. As you know, you know, at 45, I have a five month old. Um, Did you hear that everyone? She has a five month old and, and another beautiful daughter. And a five year old. Yes. So, you know, life is very full and I wouldn't have, have planned it. And yet I'm so glad that I didn't, you know, it's like what you don't know, you, you, you don't know. And, and I think because of that, we're able to take sometimes bolder steps. Cause if, if I thought, oh my gosh, at 45, I'm going to have a baby. <laughs> I would have said, what are you smoking? You know, another okay. massive relaunch. <laughs> yes. And, and, you know, right before this pandemic hit, you know, so we're all at home, but you know, my fiance's at home, we're all here. And I will say, I've never been so happy to have a family and mm. that it actually like feeds me in a way I, I can't, you know, I, you just can't express what it's like to, to be a mom unless you've gone through that. And, um, and I also was a single mom for at, at 40 for three years as I was growing my business, talk about a reset, you know, I mean, hello, one day I wake up and I'm like, this is a choice. Okay. You know, and, and again, the shame, the guilt, the questions the you know, what, what am I going to do? And yet I knew, I knew I was supposed to have this little girl. And I just, I will say Hillary that through all the adversity in my life and I share some of it, there's been, there's a lot more to share. Mm. Um, and I think that's in the book that will come out at some point. <laughs> I'm so grateful for all of it because I always knew that there was something else on the other side. And that does sound very Pollyanna. It sounds very cliche, but I will, I just want to say to that person right now, like I'm more prepared today because of all the challenges I went through yesterday you know, and the resilience, the commitment I have to serve people, the expertise that I bring into my work. I didn't have that before. And the resilience I have now and knowing to me success, I don't mind losing money. I know how to make money now, you know, but, but what I can't make or what I, what I can't recreate is my family. I have the relationships that I have, the health that I have. So yes, is this pandemic scary? Sure. You know, have we had to pivot everything from my live events and things that we've done to online? Yes. And I'm so grateful that I do what I do because who doesn't need to learn how to leverage and use video right now to grow their business. Talk about preparation meets opportunity, right? I mean, what I teach no right doubt. now could not be more important to the oh, people. Oh no, it's more relevant for yes. everybody. Everything yeah. is video. Yeah. So, you know, there's a more sense of confidence and I, and I'm not afraid 
you know, I think because I lost it all, I, I don't have anything to worry about. You know, I, I can trust in God, myself, the universe. I, I know I'm provided for. And you know what? If I lose money, I know that I can make it back again. You know, now, does that mean I don't worry as a business owner about cash flow and things like that? I don't want to seem like I'm impervious to any sort of outside, you know, um, experience or, or what might happen. But I have a confidence because I think once you go through some really tough things, again, you've built that resilience muscle up to be like, okay, bring it. Let's, let's go. Like what, and what you, you got for and, me? And you know, you are a powerhouse of possibility. You know that, yeah, okay, I've been there. I've lost it. I've grown it again. And you've mentioned this in, in something you and I've talked about is in the relaunch effect, which we, you know, go into great detail in episode uh, early episode, I think it's episode, I can't remember now, seven or something. We ended up going into the reset, which you've mentioned now a few times for a, a, a lot of it, because that's the beginning of being able to move forward. Mm-hmm. It's the restart. It's being able to take that. And I know that that was such a huge part of what you've been able to do and what you continue to do as you are repositioning your brand and as you're saying, you know, I'm not on stage anymore, I'm on a virtual stage. Um, So I want to ask you, as you're thinking about these major relaunches that you've gone through and you talked about, you know, not only your business, but your personal life, we really look at, you know, this this concept of, you know, love yourself. And you have to like yourself before you can love yourself. Can you talk about a little bit about about how have you learned to really lean into, especially being a TV personality who can constantly be self-critical, right? How have you learned? Yeah. How have you learned to embrace that? I am who I am. I love, first of all, I love you. I love what you do. I love how you support, you know, women and men, you know, in, in relaunching and figuring out who they are. Like, you're just so brilliant. And I love this question because when I moved out to Los Angeles, I was doing the TV host, you know, shuffle, um, the audition. Now here I am, I've been an entrepreneur for 10 years and I am waiting for someone to give me work, right? Never since my early twenties, have I had to wait for someone to give me a job, you know, and I'm 33. I might as well have been 95 in LA, you know, <laughs> and, and I feel like I know, grew up in LA. I get that. <laughs> get that Right. And, and I feel like talk about self-judgment and I grew up with people telling me all the time, if you only lost 10 pounds, I mean, mm. I'm not kidding. Since I was 11 years old, if you only lost 10 pounds, you could have this and that and that. So that little girl is always in my head, right? Like, Oh, you know, if you only did this. So here's the point to that. I don't, I still, honest to God, don't know how it happened. But for about two years, when I moved out to LA, I was immersed in personal development. I ended up going through like a, um, like a landmark forum course. Mm. I studied NLP and quantum physics. Mm. I actually became an international trainer for a year. I traveled the world um, teaching NLP, things I would not pay me to teach right now, but I was teaching NLP and quantum physics and a platform and presentation skills in Hong Kong. I went so in, and then I, I found my spiritual coach, Sabrina Hartsong, who was introduced to me mm, right before I had fabulous. my daughter. Now listen to this, through one of my really close girlfriends, she introduced me to Sabrina. I grew up with Christian, you know, faith. I feel like, you know, I'm very spiritual, but I wasn't. And I remember I was in Hawaii by myself trying to figure out what I was going to do. 
I didn't know I was pregnant at the time. And I did this free call with Sabrina. She said things to me in that hour. I was like, will you just shut the front door? Like, how do you know this? Like this woman mm. is amazing. I ended up working with her, Hillary. And, and then I found out I was pregnant. She was actually the first person I told. Mm. What she taught me about me, what I learned through Landmark, the, the NLP. Like, I, again, I go back to that. T- I don't even know how it all happened. I was, I think, in a bit of a fog at that moment. But I will say the work I did on myself to understand me, to love me, to realize that everything is happening for me, um, that I am divinely connected to God, to you, to the universe, like, and understanding what she calls my triggers as well. Like when we do get pissed or we do feel lost or we don't feel valued, like that's not the circumstance. It is something within us that is mm-hmm. triggered from childhood It's not the outside, right? it's the inside, no doubt. So my level of consciousness now as a human being has really shaped this business because I'm so aware of I don't want to say my faults, but we all have them. Like my imperfections, my default, I should say, my default response to things versus my inner knowing, my intention setting, my meditation. And so am I perfect at this? Oh my gosh, no, it's a constant evolution. But I will say, Hillary, inspired living would not be what it is if I did not take that time to figure out who Mm. Carrie was. And it, again, it all, I feel like kind of happened to me. Like I just jumped in and found myself driving to Rancho Cucamonga, you know, like two hour drive. I don't even know, but, but I learned so much about myself and I saw other people learn about themselves. And I think the most beautiful thing you can ever do in this lifetime is get to know yourself so well and to love everything about you. And that doesn't mean any of us are perfect. There's no such thing. But when you can accept who you are, then when I press record, I don't worry about the 10 pounds. I don't worry about one eye smaller than the other. I don't worry about the hair day. Now, yes, I do. Let's be real. But I'm just saying, you know, <laughs> like I, I'm just, I'm so much more accepting mm-hmm. of who I am. And I'm so much more on fire to serve people because I know what I can bring. So I, I just have to say like that question was genius because uh, I did I, not go inward. <laughs> I would have never created the outward stuff. And I think that the thing that just resonates with me is that it is work on yourself and we don't value that enough. We think, you know, oh, we're going to work on our, our, you know, careers. We're going to, you know, maybe, maybe work on our relationships when they're not going well. But we don't really sit there and say, hey, this is a time where, and as you said, you know, a few years it is a constant journey and um, we will have Sabrina on the show as well. Cause I, I also work oh, with her so and good. just, yes. you know, I think that there is this, um, there's this stigma out there that working on yourself means that you don't have, you know, your shit together and it's not the case. Contraire. Contraire. Oh, contraire, mon frere. Oh, that is contraire. so not true. And actually okay. anyone, anyone who's really reached a level of success, the celebrities I've interviewed, the people like they always have mentors, always. Totally. They've done the work on themselves. And I want to also just recommend that people either work with you or work with someone before they're in crisis. Like, why do we mm-hmm. wait until something feels broken before we work on ourselves to fix it? Now, of course, you know, when the, when the panic button is on, we're going to do whatever it takes. But if you realize that this is part of why you're on this planet, that the more you understand yourself, the more you love yourself, 
the more you're going to build those healthy relationships, the financial wealth that you want for your life. Like all of that is existential, right? Where the internal is what actually creates it. That's why my dream line is dream it, dream it, live it, be it. Like you have to be the person that is going to create absolutely that you see for yourself. I like the, um, the idea of let me introduce you to you. Mm, so I mean, you know, Hello. And, and, and what would you say back to yourself? So that will be a different conversation. We are going to get into now as we wrap this up. We have something called the rapid fire. Seven questions. I'm going to ask you them and just off the top of your head. And I already know a couple of them that I have a feeling you're going to answer the way that you're going to do it. But let's see. Okay. I might surprise you. Let's uh, see. You, you might. Okay. Right. Zoom calls dressed head to toe or waist up. Oh, come on, waist up. Even though I do actually have jeans on and not sweats on, but, and they're page denim, they're cute. But no, usually waist up. Oh, and I do like page denim. Yes. Good, yes. good, good brand there. If people yes. need to order a pair online right now. Okay, how often do you wash your hair? <laughs> I love these questions. I would say every four days. You're right there with me. All right, uh, favorite podcast besides this one. Oh, cause this is my favorite podcast. Um, <laughs> I will say simply because Allie Brown has been a mentor for me as well. I listen to Glambition radio and I think she's great. She has great guests on there. Awesome. Okay. I love this beauty product and the name of it. Hello. I love my IL beauty eye kit, uh, because it's amazing. And it's all I use every day for my eyes. Um, and it's a company that I just launched. So yeah, I, I knew I you were going to say, say that and we will put a link so people can, <laughs> so people can use this fabulous, fabulous product. But can I just share two things I would never go without concealer yeah. and brows? Like you got to have it. Wouldn't go anywhere without it. Even if I was standing on an Island by myself, I probably would still have concealer. <laughs> do you? Okay. But do you have a favorite concealer? Oh, you know what? I do really love, um, and I do love my own because we have a whole concealer packet, but I just happen to have Pro Longwear from MAC. Love Look this. at you. Love okay. this concealer. And I have to say, I do love the IL Beauty Waterproof Eye Pencil. I see, my, I started wearing eyeliner when I was seven. I, okay, I should put that at the top of the list too. Won't wake up really without it. So, um, but it's waterproof. It doesn't run down your face. Amazing. Okay. okay I'm throwing in a, another question. All right. Eyeliner. Do you yeah. line the top and the bottom or just the top? Top and bottom. I got small eyes. I wouldn't go anywhere without my glam. Okay, good to know. You're hearing that, ladies. She knows her business. Okay. Yeah. You don't want to be top heavy. You want to, you want whatever you do on top, do on the bottom. Good to know. And for those that want to catch this as a video, you can also see this in video. I know most people right now are watching or just listening, but if you saw me right now, I have no liner on. <laughs> but you're beautiful. It so, all depends on eye shape too. So, all right. so I'm going to start wearing a little bit more when I'm doing these. Okay. Backyard barbecue or schwanky cocktail party. Oh, backyard barbecue. Mm, okay. What is your go-to poolside drink? Mm, vodka soda. Ooh, I like that one too. Okay. So this is the bonus one. What does a powerhouse of possibility mean to you? Powerhouse of possibility to me means that there really is, there's no ceiling. Like it's about um, resiliency, uh, passion, drive, 
But powerhouse to me is someone who is a thousand percent committed to what they're doing and possibility is endless. So Mm -hmm. I believe it is understanding both of those things and that you own and um, possess both of those things and um, that there's no, there's no cap on what you can create in your life. Okay. You are a powerhouse possibility of a woman. I mean, I'm telling you, you are like the definition. So kudos there. Okay. So we are wrapping this, but I want to ask you, what are you working on right now? Where can our listeners get in touch with you? Well, Hillary, for over 10 years, I have had Inspired Living TV and finally we are jumping on this podcast train. So I'm very excited that we're going to be launching Inspired Living with Carrie Murphy, the podcast. Um, So that's going to be coming out very, very soon in August. But I would say the best way to reach out to us is on social at Inspired Living TV. We actually have a really amazing private Facebook group. It's called Ignite Your It Factor. Growing up at entertainment, I always heard like, oh, they have it. And now we help other people find their it, you know, Mm. and we all all have it. I say most of us walk around with a dimmer switch. We all have those magnetic qualities that allow us to build and create whatever it is that we want. How often we're so often told you're not this, you're not that, you know, preconditioned, you know, circumstances. Anyway, a longer story. Um, but the Ignite Your It Factor group, it's such an amazing community. I do a lot of free trainings in there. We go live every week. So I definitely recommend that. And then I have an incredible B-Studio Ready Guide on my site. So there's just so many resources, so many well, options. We will go ahead and we will make sure to put all of these different ways to reach you in the treasure chest. And I know that you have something that you are gifting to our listeners. Can you tell us a little bit about that? Sure. So I get asked so often, especially when it comes to being on camera, which is what we specialize in. Like, how do I do it? Like, what do I, what do I put together? What lighting do I need? What camera equipment? Here's what I do say, like you can have all the equipment in the world. And if you're not showing up authentically, it doesn't matter. However, I want to give you all the tools that you need to be able to really show up as a credible expert. So if you go to inspiredliving.tv forward slash free gift, you can download this guide. It's super comprehensive and it will absolutely get you started on feeling more confident every time you press record. Oh, we love that, especially for those that are just doing quick little Facebook videos, or if you're doing major lives, or if you're doing YouTube courses, you definitely want this. So Carrie, thank you for giving that to us. And I just want to say so much fun today. So much fun. Oh, oh, I always love being with you no matter what. So thank you again. And we always say at relaunch, live now, love now. You, You embody that. So thank you again, Carrie, for being on our show today. Thank you for having me, Hillary. Take care.
Thank you so much for tuning in today. If you felt a connection to this episode of the Silver Lined Relaunch, please head over to iTunes now. It would mean so much to me if you would leave a good review and help others find Silver Linings as well. And don't forget, you can have immediate access to all of the bonuses and notes from the show today in our treasure chest, which you have access to for free by texting 55444 and typing in treasure chest. Or you could go to our private Facebook group, The Relaunch Effect, Living a Life You Love. Together we've hit the reset button for you, turning your transitions into a transformation. Until next time, don't forget, there's always a silver lining.